welcome to Tongues of Fire, where truth and love will be uncovered by the Word of God. Welcome to another episode. Um, it's been a while since I made one. I am trying to get back on track and do at least once, once every two weeks, or I'm going to try my best to do once one, or one episode every week, but I'm going to try to do it at least every two weeks. Um, thank you for tuning in today. I will be going through a couple of verses in the book of John on chapter 2. Uh, but first, before you know, I s- start off pointing out the po- uh, points that I received from the Lord on what the Lord revealed to me and what stood out to me in this chapter, I want to start off with a small prayer uh, so that the Lord would you know, lead me into what, uh, what to say and, and that the Lord would just open our hearts to this uh, small, small message today. Right, Heavenly Father, Lord, I just come to you in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I want to thank you for your faithfulness in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of all the trouble, in the midst of all the tribulation and trials, Lord, and the confusion and the doubt, Lord. You remain faithful, Lord. Um, Lord, I just want to ask you, Lord, to lead me into this message that your Holy Spirit would be the one that would speak through me, Lord, and um, that you would the holy spirit would touch the hearts of those listening father i pray that they would receive it lord well and that your holy spirit would tug at their heart father i pray father that um as we come to you as little children lord that father that you would that you would speak to us lord um these truths to our hearts that we would be able to receive and be willing father god to um let you transform our hearts from the inside out lord let your love always be the foundation of all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so if you want to turn to John chapter 2, we're going to start off at... Um, let's see. Okay, so um, on I'm going to read first the first point. There was three points that, I, that really stood out to me. The first one starts at um, John 2, 13 into um, 18 or uh, 17, sorry. So it says the Jewish Passover was near to Jesus, near. So Jesus went up to Jerusalem in the temple complex. He found people selling oxen, sheep, doves. And he also found the money changers sitting here, sitting there. After making a whip out of cords, he drove everyone out the temple complex with their sheep oxen, and oxen. He also poured out the money changers' coins and overturned the tables. He told those who were selling doves, Get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. And his disciples remembered, remembered that it is written, Zeal, for your house will consume me. So the Jews replied to him, or sorry, we'll stop there. <clears throat> and so, um, what really got my attention on that on that verse was that first of all, Jesus, you know, was a person that still would get mad, and I think that God is still a, a he. Obviously, we were made in His image, you know. He got mad, and he rightfully was angry at these people for basically misusing the temple of God for personal gain. Instead of going there to really seek the Lord, um, their motives were selfish and they were not in the right place. And so that's one thing that 
really stood out to me of that the fact that the lord you know jesus was angry that these people were basically misusing the temple of the lord um and so and he does get angry he gets angry at things like that so we, we can see that um one one thing about the lord you know and so for me what it spoke to me on a personal level as well as how do i do that do i do that with god's uh word or with his temple which is my body you know how do i do i take care of it you know do i just like jesus was so concerned about how people treated the temple of god and how they went about the temple of god um the lord does care so much that he made you know whips out of cords and he drove these people out and he didn't care he you know it says right here he flipped tables and he you know parted out the money changers coins and you know he told them to leave and he corrected these people you know he he didn't he didn't hold back and so the fact that it shows me that like it reminds me of that other verse on romans 12 or two verses romans 12 one and two if we can go there it really brought this verse to my mind 12 one and two says therefore brethren or brothers by the mercies of god i urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your spiritual worship so that is the worship just like people would go to the temple of god to worship the lord right to show um reverence to the lord and go worship him within the temple but now it's different now we have received the holy spirit and we are the temple of the holy spirit we are the temple of god we are the body of christ so the holy spirit now lives inside of us and so how are we worship are we worshiping it says right there we read in romans 1 and 2 it says that our bodies are basically our living sacrifice is what we worship the lord with so therefore how are we using our lives and our bodies and not only our bodies in the physical but also like um the way that we live our life like what comes out of our mouth what comes what do we do with our with our hands with our time our minds what do we allow f- to enter into our hearts our minds how are we using allowing for the lord to be glorified or worshiped through our bodies with who we are and what we say what we think what we talk about you know what we let into our minds like i said already you know it's like are we allowing the lord you know or are are we i'm sorry are we glorifying the lord would jesus feel the same way he did with these people that were misusing the temple of god you know for personal gain or whatnot their motives were wrong are are we doing things are we giving into sinful ways you know are we for example like being selfish or are we um um uh i don't know even just mistreating our our bodies are we not taking care of ourselves or are we we can go to that end but i'll you know to to that point but also to the point of like really are we really worshiping god with all that we are we really worshiping god not just with our lips but with our hearts you know are we really um giving our lives up for the lord or are we allowing for things of this world and and um you know because i think even that there after actually romans 1 and 2 i think the next verse on 3 it actually gives us i think instruction 
um, he's going further in, in what he means by that as well, like, um, or what we should do, because it says, do not be conformed, see? I believe the reason why he was saying this, like, you know, don't live in, in, in any type of sin, um, because it's, 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 our bodies are the temple of God, we have to be, it has to be holy and pleasing to the Lord, right, for spiritual worship. It says, and do not be conformed to this age or to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds. See, right there again. How are we, what are we letting into our minds? Um, are we letting the, the, not the Lord, the world corrupt us? Are we allowing the world to have its way in us? But it says, but be conformed, conformed, or transformed, I'm sorry, by the renewing of our mind. Because now we have the Holy Spirit, so we have to continually be renewing our mind so that you may be able to discern what is a good and pleasing perfect will of god so we're able to walk in that light we're able to walk in that truth of god and discern what god wants us how he wants us to live um so it's very important that we are vigilant in that and that we continue into the word of god so we can renew our minds in christ um that's one thing that really got my attention is like you know it's like how would jesus feel like would like Let's put ourselves in that in that time, like how he acted with that, how people misuse the temple of God. Are we misusing the temple of God today? Well, Jesus, you know, like obviously we live under grace, but still, like, God, would God be pleased or would he be displeased like he was with these people? Okay, so now the second point, um, we can go um, on to the next verse, which is 18. It says, So the Jews replied to him, What sign of authority will you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered destroy the sanctuary and i will raise it up in three days therefore the jews said this sanctuary took 46 years to build and you will raise it up in three days but he was speaking about the sanctuary of his body so when he was raised from the dead his disciples remembered what he had said or he had said this and they believed the scripture and the statement jesus had made so um, that right there really speaks to me, uh, or, or the way that it spoke to me was, <clears throat> was that Jesus said that he would destroy and build up the temple of God right in three days, in which he was talking about the body. Um, when he died and rose again, his disciples basically, they remembered what he had said and they believed because it came to pass and they understood what Jesus meant, um, when he said that. So, um, it just kind of it reminds me basically this gives me confidence in god's word just like it did with the disciples and his promises that they never fell and that i can trust him because what he says really does come to pass what his he says that he like he means what he says like in the bible it says that no nothing corrupt comes out of the mouth of god nothing that is a false comes out of the mouth of god like everything that god says is just truth true and it doesn't fail like he isn't who he is who he is he doesn't change he's the same yesterday today and forever like god is who he is you know and if he says something like he means it and that's just the truth it is what it is like what he says it, it is you know um and so we can trust him like just like he said that that one time and they remembered after it happened you know and they believed and they trusted in the script they believed the scripture and they trusted in jesus like and what he said so i challenge you to ask yourself the same thing just like i was challenged to ask myself like 
am I trusting God like that? Like, what promises have come to pass in, in the things that God has done in my life? Am I remembering those things like that He said, and that yet they came to pass in in my life? And how He's one of them is like how faithful He is. It says in the in the Bible that He is a faithful God, that He's quick to quick to to forgive, and and His mercies are forever. Every you know, and they're new every morning. And you know, this is who our Father is. Whatever you're dealing with today, um, apply the Word of God to it. You know, um, and if you feel like you're in a place that maybe you feel like you're too far gone or you feel um you're you're guilty of things like just what does god say about that see the thing is that god is for us he's not against us you know we have to trust and believe what the word of god says and the word of god says that he will never turn away from a contrite spirit he will never turn away from a person that comes before him and humbles themselves before the lord and asks for help or for forgiveness or whatnot like god would never turn away from a person that does that so we can trust and believe that um you know and so i would encourage wherever you are either you're there or maybe you're you're fine or maybe um you know but just like i i pray that this would still speak to you and that you would remember the faithfulness of god and the promises um his promises are true that he his word never fails and that he is who he says he is you know he is a great comforter, the, the good father that we have in heaven. And he works all things together for the good of those who love him. Like all these things that God says in his word about himself and who he is. Like we can trust and believe those. And it's amazing that we serve an awesome God. That this is a God that is perfect and just and loving. And we can trust him. The third point is this. Let's uh, finish on 23 through the last verse on chapter 2 which is 25 so while he was in jerusalem at the passover festival many trusted in his name when they when they saw the signs he was doing jesus however would not entrust himself to them since he knew them all and because he did not need anyone to testify about man for he himself knew what was in man so that right there says that people trusted him you know in that time when he was doing all these miracles you know it says that many people trusted him in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing right i said but on the contrary the lord he jesus didn't trust men see he knew he loved them though he did love them and it gets them amazed me amazes me that you know god is so perfect in all his ways and he can see people's hearts yet he loves them you know says that i wrote down jesus on the other hand knew man's heart yet loved them but he did not trust them and i put wow this helps me understand the wickedness of men yet the love of god the love of god for us you know and how but also how i as his daughter ought to be like jesus gentle as a dove but as wise as a serpent you can see right there the lord he's he's portraying that there's a verse where it says to be gentle as doves but as wise as serpents sometimes we can just be gentle as doves and sometimes we're just as wise as serpents but god says we have to have a balance we have to have both be as gentle as doves 
but as wise as a serpent and and i believe right here is a perfect example of jesus portraying that himself that he did not trust people because he was wise he knew what was in people's hearts and for us for us we when we've been through things and we know we see a lot of us are um are, are gentle as and we don't realize people can be you know wicked and even though we're wicked ourselves like we don't realize like the extent of wickedness that some people can can have um and and, and we need that wisdom of god or sometimes we we do some people they're very wise and in, in, in seeing things and they they see people's wickedness right from the start and and they don't really but they don't you know they don't really trust people but yet they don't have that gentleness as stuff because of it but we have to have both like the lord he knew what was in their heart yet he still loved them obviously he was doing all these miracles he was still um he gave himself up for us obviously you know and i think this just really um makes me see the heart of god and it it really um i'm just really gonna let the word of god really go deep in my heart in this 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 verse because i really believe i need this at this point in my life where um as before i used to be more of a i guess a person that was more gentle as a dove because i would trust people very easily and i didn't i I, it was easy for me to trust people but then it my heart got hardened after i realized um how people can be and i've got hurt in the past and it left me wounded to where i'm you know i'm in the process of 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 getting healed from all those things and and now but now i I have that wisdom now i understand that now the lord really allowed me to go through that for that reason i'm just you know i'll share that with you all like whoever's listening but um but what's amazing is that you know i believe it was all for the glory of god and for me to be more like jesus that I, I can be as gentle as a dove, but I also have to be wise as a serpent like Jesus was. We can see the wickedness of men and we understand, but yet we don't have to be afraid to love these people and like we have to be wise about how we do it, but we are still, we ought to still love like Jesus and still, um, but then be wise and let, be led, being led by the Holy Spirit and how to, how to go about things when it comes to certain people that you know um can have very wrong motives you know so we don't have to trust people that are uh, really obviously showing a lot of um you know we we can tell we can't trust them you know um but we it's just knowing that having that wisdom but at the same time that doesn't mean that the lord doesn't want to use us for them so we um can still love them and, and pray for them and show them the love of christ but anyways it's all a balance guys and the lord is the one that to teach us how to do this and um his love is what transforms us and it helps us um his wisdom leads us in how to be um and how to love and 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 you know just how to be used for the lord and for these people's lives and and um but yeah anyways i hope this really encourages you and i hope and pray that it will um be something that will make you um grow or or maybe help you in your walk in this chapter in your life um but anyways until next time uh i will be making another video here within the next week or two 
but I love you guys and be blessed. Have a good, a good night.